you're tuned into the ETVU Sportsnet, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast. And welcome to another edition of Lunch with Ledyard. I'm Adam P. Ledyard here, the Assistant Athletic Director of Communications at East Texas Baptist University. And today we are treated with Jordan Collins, Assistant Football Coach for the Defensive Line here at ETBU. And he's going to let us know a little bit today about his Bill Walsh Diversity Coaching Fellowship that he had in the NFL this summer. So uh, welcome, Jordan. Thank you, Adam. So you had a great experience this summer uh, with coaching, being able to be a part of the the Bill Walsh uh, Diversity Coaching Fellowship in the NFL. Tell us how that process started and uh, where you ended up. Uh, Well, it started with, you know, you have to apply for it. You have to basically put in an application. Um, They basically have you select the teams that you want to be affiliated with. And in the process, you have to basically make a tape of you coaching so you get some practice film uh, I picked about five or six guys we went out to the field one day after weights we put together a nice video of uh, all the things we went through that spring all the drills all the techniques all the moves and they go through what is a selection process for each team and the team is able to choose I believe up to like six coaches um, so once they feel that you're a candidate they put you in a a real good, I guess, a hat between you and about 20 or so people. And uh, they start getting the player personnel coach uh, to call you. So I got hit up by who that would be David Thornton. Um, He was one of the linebackers on that Peyton Manning Super Bowl team. Uh, And he kind of connects with you, talks with you and sees how you're doing. You have a good like 20, 30 minute interview and then they go further into selecting. Then it's like a top 10 and he calls you one more time just to kind of let you know how it goes. And then you find out uh, about a week or so before the time that, that you're going. Wow, that sounds like a really long process. Oh, yeah. Oh, stressful. Stressful. Lots of praying, lots of hoping, lots of wishing. And you got to make your own video for it, too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's the fun part about it. You get to put your product. So, really, it's a matter of if you're doing your work or not. That's awesome. It's a fun time to to learn more about yourself and about uh, networking and how to how to get to that level yeah oh big time big time oh yeah big time so you were with the indianapolis colts uh talk a little bit about you, your time there for the couple of weeks that you were there this summer uh my time was just it was amazing you know i hate to sound like kind of shocked and still because like i still just think about it all the time you know i have all the gear they gave me all the techniques all the film study um, I was given a, a, you know, a flash drive with over like 10,000 files of things that I can just go back and use probably for the rest of my coaching career and, and be able to pass on to people. So I say the biggest thing from it was just the amount of knowledge that I was able to gain and be around certain people like, you know, Frank Wright, and Chris Ballard, the GM, uh, Gus Bradley, defensive coordinator. I mean, John Fox is on his staff. And being around people like DeForest Bunkner, I mean, one of the best defensive linemen in the in the NFL, Unique and Gakway, Quiddy Pay. I mean, I can go on. It's just so much knowledge at each level. And the thing that I'll say about that is at each level, no matter what it is, there's somebody who is really good at their profession at every part of the organization. So you can learn something every single day. And I feel like that's what I was able to do. You just got to maximize that. You hit it on a little bit, a little bit about what you learned in the time in the NFL. And and then what was 
How is it to be amongst some of the best athletes in the world and see them train every day there and be a part of that? To be honest, that was that was eye opening, Adam, because if I would have gave you my answer on what that was like before I went, I would have said that it was just babysitting for them. I thought that you just have to go in there in the NFL as a coach or as an assistant and literally just let them know what they need to do or where they need to go. Um, but I. I quickly found out they still want to learn. They still want to be developed. They still want somebody around them who can really guide them. Uh, and that's where I felt like I was able to excel as an intern because you don't have that many duties. Um, so when it comes to practice and things like that, uh, I was able to help with the developmental side of things. And I, I felt like I grew a lot being able to work one-on-one -on -one with I mean, again, some of the best stars in the NFL, they want to know what you know. And if you know enough for them, they definitely want to work with you. So what is something that you learned in that time there that you're going to take with you for forever? Man, I, I say it every day with my group. We call it Rush Crush Clothes. It's like my new lingo for D-line play. <laughs> uh, that's the that's gold. That's like the ticket, man. It just it frees you up. It, it makes sure that the big guys finally get their name in the paper. It, it shows that they are the athletes. But again, you have to have the athletes to do it. And thank God I'm blessed to say I have that here at ETBU because it's it's showing up front. I'm proud of my guys. So Rush Crush Clothes will be my answer. That's awesome. Rush, rush Crush and Clothes. Yes, sir. <laughs> we'll have to remember that. So you're in your, I believe, your third year here at ETBU as an assistant coach. What is your ETBU story? How did you get here as a coach uh, for Coach Maper? Oh, that's a that's an amazing story. It gives me chills thinking about it because I just think it's God doing what he does. But long story short, I was finishing up my first year of coaching. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but I went to Pennsylvania for my first year. Didn't know anybody, just took the job, wanted to get away for a little bit, go figure out this coaching stuff. So um, I decided to go on a cruise with my best friend. And we're getting off the cruise. Like, you know, you, your service is finally coming back in. Text messages are flying in. I've been on the water for a week. So um, I get one text message from my old D-line coach, college at Incarnate Word. And he's like, yo, there's a job in Texas. It's at ETBU. Uh, they like what you got going. Um, if you want to come, I think they're going to take you. I'm like, heck yeah, I want to come back to Texas. So I call up Coach Maper. We had a great conversation. Um I fly down, I have my interview, and 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 I've been here since. I felt like it was just God getting me back home and getting me to somewhere where I needed to be because the the amount of growth I've had here is, I mean, nobody can deny how much you grow at ETBU. So I've, had, I've enjoyed my time. Talk a little bit about that at ETBU, why it's so special, why you like it here, why, you know, if you're recruiting somebody, they need to come to ETBU and, and not another opposing school or rival school. But the first thing I sell is the facilities, man. This place is beautiful. Uh, everything is very nice. I give Dr. Blackburn his credit for how he stays on everybody about keeping his uh, his facilities clean. So that's the first thing. But after that, man, it's just simply, again, it's just the growth that you can have here. It's, it's very secluded. Um, it makes you focus on what you're really trying to focus on, whether that be mental health, physical health, sports, uh, education. Uh, it gives you a chance for real perspective. I really like how much nature is out here, too. I mean, you can just go outside on the right days and really just grasp how, how beautiful life is. I feel like in East Texas, 
Um, I, I grew up in a big city. I, I played football in a big city. Uh, I was near a big city my first year coaching, but this is different. So just that's what I say. I just think the growth factor is amazing. That's what that's usually what I sell to recruits. And then also just the developmental portion of, you know, being under us with football. We're going to get you right. So now it's time. It's lunchtime with lunch with Ledyard. So uh, being on campus, you get to take some recruits sometimes and go over to the, the cafeteria and eat. What's your favorite lunchtime food in the cafeteria? Oh, ain't no question, man. Shout out to Miss Ellis, Catfish Friday. Got you. And ain't no question about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> catfish Friday. I remember those days when I used to go over there. They always had great catfish over there. Third, green's going to be on point, too. So with that, uh, outside of ETBU, what's some of your favorite food, uh, stuff back at home, stuff you grew up with? What's something that you really like to have when you get a chance to? Man, I grew up on the water, so anything out the out the seafood uh, that region I really enjoy. But right now I'm in a I'm in a, a phase of grilling. That's that's what I like doing right now. I, I enjoy getting the pit right, getting on there. Me and a lot of the assistant coaches have been doing that lately. So we'll uh, hang out, watch the football, get the pit rolling. So that's kind of my flavor right now. Nice, yeah. Grilling's always fun. You can just get out there and forget about everything and watch the meat, and watch some football, and relax. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good time right there. So you're a former Division One football player at Incarnate Word. Talk about your time at the Division One level. And and uh, we have to give a shout-out to Stephen Featherstone. Uh, he came from Incarnate Word, was my graduate assistant here uh, at ETBU for a year and a half. Uh, he's now an athletic communicator at Tennessee State. Uh, but uh, we had that connection here a couple of years ago. But with that, you know, talk a little bit about your time at Incarnate Word and playing football. I agree with you on the shout outs to my man, Steven. Steven was a reliable deep snapper. I'm just going to throw that out there. It's my guy right there. Beckham. Um, my time at UIW. So, I, again, I think everything happens for a reason. Um, I'd say my time at UIW is what led me to be a coach. Uh, when I came in, we weren't the best team. I think we might have won three games that first year that I was able to play. The second year played, I think we won one game. And then my last year was when we won the conference, which was the first conference championship in history. Um, you know, so me personally as a player, it was a roller coaster of playing, not playing, injuries, not injured. Um, so the big thing it was for me was finding my role and I had to accept my role. And I think as an undersized lineman, that's always usually the case. Um, sometimes it's not. I mean, one of the best players in the NFL is undersized, so. I'm kind of eating my own words. But anyway, I think finding my role was the big thing. And when you learn to do that, it, I think it helps you as a coach, definitely. So I, I want to say my time at Incarnate Word is what led me to where I'm at right now. Um, all the different coaches I had, I think I had three different D-line coaches at my t- in my time there. All the different techniques, all the different ways to study film, all the different ways that you learn from them. It, it literally molded me into what I am today. So. I'm grateful for my time there. The experience as a player, though, man, it was that's a heck of a time. You never forget those things. Being able to play at that level is a blessing. Um, I never took it for granted. So I, I truly feel like I got what I needed out of it. And I, I wish I could have a, another day, another year of eligibility, but it's over. So it was a lot of fun, though. That's cool, especially 
it, it can be hard sometimes having three different coaches in your four or five years that you play there. Uh, but in that time, like you said, you learn different techniques and different things from them. So now that you are a coach, uh, what does it take for a high school player to make it into college? And what do you look for when you when you go out recruiting? Um, well, you got to you got to fit a couple things. A big thing you have to fit is your your character box. Like uh, that has to be checked. You have to have good character. Uh, and, you know, sometimes you hit wrong on that. You you think a kid is good and then they get there and they end up being a turd. But that's OK, because that's what a coach is for. You got to try to lead them out of that tunnel. Uh, so that's the first one. Definitely looking for a good amount of size on a guy, uh, especially in my position. You know, I'd say the average height. My room is probably about six, two to six, three or somewhere in there. So uh, I try to recruit in that range and weight wise or I say the average is probably about 250 or so. Um, so you got to get uh, height and weight and you want a guy who can run as well um, and then grades. So as long as you can check off those boxes as far as attributes, character and grades, you know, you'll be a good fit for really any program. Uh, but the big thing is you just got to show what you need to do. And for any high school people that are watching this, I say high school people, high school athletes, if your tape is not in good order, you are not going to be recruited. So make sure that you are definitely taking the time to place the right order. If it's too long, we're not going to watch it. If your clips are taking too long to show you actually doing something, you're not going to watch it. If you got a bunch of slow-mos and pictures and stats before 30 seconds before we even get to you hitting or catching the ball, you're not going to get watched very much. Um, coaches watch. I don't know, when you're recruiting for a day and you're evaluating a kid, you might watch 100 kids a day. You get to about 40, you're not you're not looking to, you know, deal with all the extra stuff before you get to the actual meat and potatoes. So that's just my message to that, uh, to a high school football player right there. So you have some top defensive linemen here at ETBU this year that are seeking uh, the sacks record. Talk about coaching these guys on a daily basis and and how you keep them motivated and going each week. Well, uh, man, I could, I could go everywhere with that one. That that group is something else. I think I'll remember this group for the rest of my life. Um, this this is definitely the first group where I feel like I've completely hit home on everybody. Um, and the worst part is, I shouldn't say the worst part, the best part is uh, we're really young in the room too. Coaching them is a fun experience every single day. Uh, it breaks my wallet, unfortunately, because I have to feed them with how good they're doing. Uh, but those guys, when they come to work every day, uh, and like you said, I mean, we got some of the best guys in, in the conference and the nation. So um, we're we're confident, and but we're humble about it. And we're going to continue to be confident about it because we know we are good. Um, and that's what we're going to continue to train like. Uh, so I, I enjoy working with them every day. I wouldn't trade them for anything. It's fun to watch those games and see you guys out there hustling around and, and the rotations you got going in and and just the amount of sacks that you guys have piled up already in, in just uh, four games, you know, close to 20 sacks already within four games uh, on the season with with uh, that defensive line there. So uh, we're excited to see what the rest of the season brings with that. So we're down to our final segment here with Lunch with Ledyard, a little thing called This or That, where I'll give you a word or a couple things to choose from, and you got to quickly say what you think of. So uh, you ready to ready to get started? Oof, hit me with it. <laughs> All right. Is it uh, sandals or slides? 
Slides. Uh, Whataburger or In-N-Out? Whataburger. Favorite NFL team? Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. Uh, Louisiana or Texas? Tejas. Hamburgers or hot dogs? Hamburgers. <laughs> uh, cake or ice cream? Let's go with some ice cream. Steak or fish? Ooh, let's roll with the fish. <laughs> uh, and then, um, what do you think when I say uh, transfer portal? Go get the best guys. <laughs> what about uh, college football? LSU. All right. Well, thanks for talking to us today here, Jordan, and we appreciate your time here at Lunch with Ledyard, and uh, we're happy to have you here and that experience uh, with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Before we go, though, we want you to give some shout-outs. Do you have any shout-outs that you want to give? Yeah, man, I'd like to shout-out my family. Shout them out. I have to shout them out. I wouldn't be here without them. Mom, dad, brother, sister, all my cousins, uncle, aunts, Grandma, grandparents, um, I, I just, again, I wouldn't be there, be here without them. Uh, special shout out to my assistant, Coach Q. Uh, he's done an amazing job. He did an amazing job as a player. Um, he's done an amazing job as a coach. Uh, so I really appreciate him. Um, I definitely want to shout out the other coaches on the staff as well. Thank y'all, even if I don't say your name individually. Um, and then just to the cell block D, yes, that's what we call ourselves uh, on the D-line unit. And they, they make everything count. So I appreciate those guys. And that's where I'm going to leave it at. And thank you. Shout out to you as well. Y'all y'all take good care of us, man. I, I, I won't leave y'all out there. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate that. So, again, this was uh, Jordan Collins here on Lunch with Ledyard. We appreciate him coming on today to talk to us. Next week, we'll have another student athlete here that will talk a little bit about life and their ETBU story. So, Thanks for listening here on Lunch with Ledyard. We'll be back with you next week. You're tuned into the ETBU Sportsnet, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast.